once upon a cult. Once upon a time, there was a rapping man, a man of many raps, and he decided, I'm gonna rap for Jesus. I guess correct. It is. <laughs> accurate. <laughs> Are you still talking about Kanye? Who the fuck is that? <laughs> you invited him. <laughs> oh, this is true. You did. So I'm Sean. And I'm Victoria. And we're here with. Your guest. Whose name is. <laughs> Oswaldo. Hi, Oswaldo. How are you? I'm alright. Alright. So, for those of you who don't know, Oswaldo was in our Patreon episode where we interviewed him because he was in not one, but two cults. That's right. Two, two cults. That's right. Two. Yes. I was stupid twice. <laughs> and you still are. Oh. <laughs> That's not nice. But do you think that? <laughs> do, you, do you like sometimes like sit back there and reflect like what was I thinking? I mean, everybody does with yeah. everything, right? Yeah, definitely the second one. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like, how did that happen again? <laughs> Hey, man. <laughs> you happen. know what? Honestly, I, I think after hearing you and your story, though, it made a lot of sense. It did. Like, I, I could totally see that happening. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of things lately, like, where I'm, like, where with as we look at more and more of these cults, sometimes, like, yeah, I can totally see why you would be intrigued by something like that, you mm -hmm. know? Yeah. Aliens. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, today we're talking about Kanye West, mm -hmm. who's very like now it's happening now yeah that's this is the weirdest thing to me because we're all just kind of sitting by watching this happen and it's like yeah we're not gonna do anything or say anything about like what's going on you know <laughs> right <laughs> but we are gonna put it all over tmz oh god i know i'm really sad because some of my news i got was from tmz i'm like i'm that guy <laughs> <laughs> so before we start, what are your thoughts on Kanye's music? Uh, it's it's alright. It's whatever. Okay. <laughs> it doesn't offend me or impress me in any way, I guess. But I mean, I, I, I like a few songs, I guess. But I'm also not the biggest hip-hop person in the world either, you know? Mm-hmm. How about you, sir? Actually, I'm not a... Giant fan of Kanye as a person, but the guy's a good artist, man. <laughs> like, I so? cannot take that away from him. Okay. Uh, what's that album? My Dark Twisted Fantasy or something? My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy? It's a really good album. Okay. Listen to it. I'll try it. Okay. I have, I personally don't feel one way or another about him, but I hate it when he puts his stupid voice over somebody <laughs> else's music. <laughs> Especially like I was talking to my mom and she's like, no, I like that song, you know, the harder, faster, stronger. I'm like, yeah, that's Daft Punk. She's like, no, maybe they took it from Kanye. I'm like, no, that song's been around forever. He just put a stupid voice over it. <laughs> I think that's a new thing too, the, like, yeah. um, what was it, the lid? girl that was all mad because Justin Bieber, no, because the Beatles covered Justin Bieber. Uh, what? <laughs> what? Wait, wait, what? Come on. Oh, kids today. All right. I did find this funny, though. As I was taking notes, I went to, like, swipe Kanye, and it auto-corrected it to lame. <laughs> <laughs> so if I say lame, I'm talking about Kanye. It's just my notes. Yeah. 
So, I don't know about how you guys did your research, but I watched a few things on YouTube. I watched a special with David Letterman, and I, I read a couple of articles. But I I struggled to find, like, a timeline and a traditional story like we we do with our, our cults current or that we normally do. And I think... I think that was because this is a story that hasn't finished yet. Right. You know, so yeah. it's like we're just, this is like, not only has it not finished, it's not even in the middle. This is, we are just in the beginning. You guys, we're investigative we are, reporters. We are in the infancy <laughs> of a brand new cult. Like, I cannot wait for the day I see on TMZ, like, and I, and... I don't know what I want to say, but I, I just want something to happen like crazy. I hope no one dies or anything, <laughs> but I just want something crazy to like happen where it's like on the news, like, okay, it's time to lock him up now. He's officially lost it. Like we've got the next Jim Jones on our hands. <laughs> right. Yeah, I would agree, but let's get back to that thought. Tell us a little bit about the Letterman talk in his childhood. Um, well, he didn't... Okay, so he talked about his, his mom and dad and being... Um, they were divorced, and he, he mentioned that he was surprised that he didn't really know yeah. that he, when his mom and dad had gotten a divorce, and he learned <laughs> on, like, VH1 or something. Yeah, he learned that they had the music. Yeah. Apparently his mom told him they had gotten divorced <laughs> when he was three. And then wow. during her interview and behind the music, she's like, yeah, we got divorced as soon as we had him. <laughs> He's like, oh, she's like, what? <laughs> what? How sad. But, I, um, but he actually, I think, had a pretty nice little lifestyle. His mom was an English professor mm -hmm. at a university. And his dad, even though they were divorced, they, they still had contact. And he still yeah. had a relationship with his father and still does to this day. That's good. Yeah. And you said something about pink polo shirts? Yeah, so <laughs> when he was describing his coming up as a rapper and how his story wasn't as gangster as the other rappers were, he's like, yeah, you know, like I went from trying to rap and people were like, oh, he's this kid with a pink polo. Like nobody's <laughs> going to take the kid with the pink polo seriously. Okay, I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we really see Kanye come into the spotlight in 2004 with his first religious album Jesus Walks and he got a bunch of praise because he brought kind of the idea of religion into hip-hop yeah mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. are you familiar with that album no so I know of it uh I listened to it it wasn't my favorite it was very <laughs> Jesus Rocks <laughs> but yeah I guess I kind of get it like uh what was going around in the 2000s with hip-hop was all the we were coming out of the whole gangster rap thing and gangster rap rarely mentioned God, and if they do, it was like, oh, God, kill my enemies. So now him, I guess, bringing Christianity into it was probably a different take. Okay. I have one of my bands, Mindless Self-Indulgence, has a song where they make fun of... No, Mindless Self-Indulgence. <laughs> oh. I just said that. I thought you meant your Mindless Self-Indulgence. Oh, wow. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> they have a song where they make fun of rappers, so they're like, thank God for programming my beats, thank God for shooting some... <laughs> effing ends <laughs> yeah it's, it's bad <laughs> mm -hmm. all right so this is where he starts to come up with the religious aspect and then in 2013 he releases the song i am a god yeah so this one thing i heard that i saw on an interview in a talk show host like in a talk show and i don't know who he was with but he said that christ was his idol 
He's like, this is my idol. This is my hero. Hmm. He's like, um, these are the people I aspire to be like. And the impact that they left on Earth, I want to do that. So I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> are you trying to say you want to be like God or you are God or what's yeah. going on here? I, I think he definitely thinks of himself as, as a higher being of some sort. Yeah. Because when he was talking about being bipolar, mm-hmm. he he had talked about it as if it was like a superpower. He calls yeah. it his superpower. Yeah, it's, I saw it's, that. It's so bizarre, but he's... And he did say one thing that I, I thought, okay, we can't be mad at him for that. Because he was talking... He like I, I think he fully acknowledges that he's a crazy person. Yeah. You know, because he, he straight up said, you know, you want these crazy songs, you want these crazy sets and these crazy visuals... It's likely to have come from a crazy person. And it's like, you know what, Kanye? I'm going to give you that. You got a good point there. Touche, sir. Touche. Uh, you got us. All right. So here's here's what really worries me about Kanye before we get into, like, the cult aspect. Mm-hmm. But we've constantly seen, you know, with the, um, was it Taylor Swift? That he, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, the Taylor Swift thing where he, at the award show, he kind of said she didn't deserve it. Beyonce, but... yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we saw him, I remember this, but when he was on TV with Michael Myers and he said, um, George W. Bush does not care about black people. I feel like he just does whatever he needs to do to stay in the spotlight. Right. So with this whole kind of cult-like atmosphere ramping up, he's in the spotlight again, but what happens when it normalizes, what's the next step? Right. Well, well, who knows if it's even necessarily going to get to that or if it ends up falling off. Because I think, like you're kind of saying, this is the next trend for Kanye. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like he, he went out and he spoke about, like, the Bush thing or whatever. And then he started, you know, this the Sunday service because his, his um, relationship with Trump had started to kind of go south and his political... His, his role in politics was diminishing, mm-hmm. and so because of that, he was like, well, what's what am I going to do now kind of thing. So it was like, all right, well, politics is no good. Let's move on to religion. <laughs> yeah. Sure enough, see how I do there. So, <laughs> I mean, he's That's finding, scary. I think, success right now. Um, <clears throat> and I think, too, the other thing I had heard, and I, I'm like, okay, that makes sense, is that... Um, He's really trying to, because he was such a supporter of Trump, you know, a lot of black people were upset with him. And so one of the best ways to get back in with his audience, who's primarily of a Baptist religion, is to put it in song because that's all music they grew up with. And and music is so big in the Baptist church that that's a big way that people connect. And so they were saying that, you know, this is more like, okay, it's a... It's a way to get fans back mm-hmm. and and try to fix your image all at the same time. Like, oh, who's who's gonna not love a guy that's all about Jesus and praising, you know what I mean? Like Yeah. And I did listen to a song on the way home where Kanye put his stupid voice over a church song. <laughs> yeah. I was listening to the Chick-fil-A one. Yeah. That- <laughs> mm. I remember that one. That's one of the new ones. Yeah. That's, Didn't we watch the video for that? Where they're like, they look like they're in the compound? Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. Where they're driving around and the, his 
land he bought. Yep. Which we'll get into. Yep. Okay, so let's get into the good stuff. Okay. <laughs> What's good? <laughs> get your hand out of there. <laughs> so 2019 is when we really start to see everything come together with what we're referring to. So this is when Kanye starts what he calls Sunday service, which is basically a pop-up gathering featuring gospel choir music with all the choir wearing Yeezy. Yeah. It's all white Yeezy. White Yeezy. No, it's not necessarily all white. I was reading that, and I I watched various videos, and they they do change. Like, one day it was all black shirts and blue pants, and another Mm. was all one color. So it, it changes... But I was reading that the the choir and and they actually have a term that they use for them, um, and that was something else that I thought was kind of interesting. I noticed in the the interview with David Letterman, he talked a lot about his programming. Yeah. And his some of the mm. vocabulary he used, I thought was very interesting. But like, he, what does he call? He called it his <clears throat> genetic programming. Yeah, his genetic oh, he programming. Said, he said, "You're born who you are, and that's it. Who you are is your art. Yeah, you're born you're, that way." You're already made up to be who you are, yeah. which to an extent is like parts of that are true. Not but all of it, though. Was it? Did I get it wrong, or did David kind of hint at the fact that his dad might have been a bit abusive? Because he's yes. like, uh, your dad might have been the guy to slam the table and raise his voice a little. Mm-hmm. He's like, did you ever see that? And Kanye's like, yeah. He's like, that's part of my programming too. I was like, whoa, okay. <laughs> right, like he, like the way he talked about it was like. I get some of my programming from my dad and some of my programming from my mom. Yeah. But part, certain parts of them are going to be embedded in me and that's just going to be a part of my personality traits. You know, like I may be, have a short temper because my dad had a short temper. So I can understand you inheriting certain traits, but I think there are also behavioral traits that are taught a yeah. long time. Mm-hmm. In addition to certain traits that we're born with. Gotcha. Yeah. So, and also we mentioned Yeezy. I just want to explain that real quick. That's his clothing line. Right. If you didn't know. <clears throat> yes. Yeah. And that was yeah. another thing that he was like t- trying to like kind of almost like brag on about himself. Like I did it when people said I couldn't. Yeah. So that was another thing. He was like, people kept telling me I can't do fashion. I can't do hip hop and I can't and fashion. Like you don't do the two and. And he's like, I did it anyway. So he would really like to brag about like how he broke the mold, so to speak. But so I was listening to an interview with uh, Jensen Karp, some comedian, and apparently Kanye owes him three hundred dollars. So the title of Jensen Karp's book is Kanye West owes me three hundred dollars, but in it he has a story about how. Apparently, nobody liked Kanye when he was producing. And he would produce you beats for people. You don't say. And people didn't like him as a rapper. People ridiculed him and told him, you're not, oh, you yeah. can't rap. Oh, yeah, he wasn't like, good, you're yeah. not a good rapper. Just stop. Wow. And he even said, like, going back listening, he's like, yeah, I wasn't a good <laughs> rapper. But I, but he had so much confidence that he was like, I'm just going to do this anyway. Yeah, he calls it delusional confidence. <laughs> I was like, oh, Okay. Okay. <laughs> So at the um, gatherings, he sings religious songs, he reconfigures modern established religious songs, and people just dance to his religious music. Mm-hmm. And DMX shows up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's, there's a lot of celebrities that have shown up. I found a few when they were more like clandestine. That's a good word. 
um, clandestine and invitation only. Um, a few celebrities that showed up were Chance the Rapper, Aesop Rocky, Courtney Love. That Courtney one, Love? Yeah, Courtney that Love. one tripped me out. I yeah. saw that. I was like, what? That's so random. The first two, I'm like, yeah, I can see. I love Chance the Rapper. Well, I'm sure he would be there. Like, okay. Get this one. Idris Elba? Who? Idris Elba. God, you're ignorant. Yeah, How do you not know who Idris Elba is? I know who Idris Elba is. <laughs> he, well, he's in the Marvel movies. He's in the Thor movies. The tall, dreamy black man with the, <laughs> with oh, the yellow no, eyes. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was telling somebody yesterday, he's in Cats, and there's a part where he yes, takes no. off his... Um, I don't want to know this. He takes off his no. robe, but his Please fur is the same color as his skin. I don't want to see fur either. It looks hot. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I actually saw that movie. It is funny as hell. I would see it again. It's a terrible movie. <laughs> is it like one of those ones you go see? It was so So funny. bad. At one point, real quick, I know we're recording, but real quick, there's a point towards the end of the movie where the cleaning crew, the guy started wheeling his cleaner in, and we all started laughing. So he started backing up slowly. So we started laughing. You know, no, and one girl behind us was like, he's just surprised that anybody stayed. <laughs> It, but I did get movie tickets for Christmas, so maybe I'll go. <laughs> did you see one movie this year. I just scared it though. A part of me thought I was gonna run into like a bunch of furries. <laughs> like, uh. All right, back to Kanye. Yeah, just, just me in a onesie. Um, and also, um, Brad Pitt. That one surprised me. Oh, mm-hmm. that is interesting. Well, he's crazy too, though. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And a lot of other hip hop artists. He was married to Angelina Jolie. That's true. So, and he left Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> Poor Angelina Jolie. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. <laughs> so I started to get worried when I saw this, because this is where it starts being questionable to me. I guess not starts, but it <laughs> continues to be. <laughs> this is where it got weird. <laughs> the members are encouraged to buy his original hoodies and socks. Mm-hmm. And the, the socks are 50 bucks. the hoodies are 225 225 mm-hmm. and it says, Jesus Walks. Well, there's different ones because mm-hmm. at Coachella they had Holy Spirit. Yeah. <laughs> so this is where we got a uh, sketchy for me, but I don't know if it's him being a mad genius or what. But Kanye was broke. Yeah. He was going bankrupt. Yeah. And I heard he was know, like millions in the whole. Yeah, thing. and then because they, they were building that crazy ass house. Yeah. Him and Kim, they they invested millions into having this custom home yeah. built. And if you see this thing, it's weird. There's a it's um in wabi sabi star style. Mm-hmm. So it's wasabi. No, yeah, yeah. Let's <laughs> we'll go with that. So it's like this, and I looked it up to see what it was, and it's this like weird art form of things being incomplete to an imperfection of perfection or some like weird thing like it's so imperfect it's perfect kind of like you exactly (laughs) (laughs) so speaking of kim i actually found um she went on jimmy kimmel Mm -hmm. and she described these gatherings as there's no praying there's no sermon there's no word there's just music and a feeling See, what's interesting is I found, though, that they do have sermon. So I think it's been interesting kind of because at this point it's invite only. We've got uniforms. And then I was going, you know, back to the uniforms. I heard that the the choir, who they refer to, by the way, as the staples. 
That's okay. the term. Yeah. So Alrighty. we we started getting terminology, mm-hmm. and and then he's already changed his name too. He right. Yeah. Yeah. Ting now. Well, we were Kanye West, which I don't think is his real name either. Probably not. And then it's probably like Kanye East. Yeah. Exactly. Something stupid, you know. <laughs> Southwest. So, <laughs> so and then from Kanye West, then we have Easy. Now we have Ye. It's. It's just getting weirder, you know. That with the crossed names. my mind too with the name. And then, like I said, he he refers to terming like programming, and he has certain kind of rules he's starting to now enforce. So, um, it, it's getting a little weird, I think. Yeah, <laughs> and just like you pointed out as well, though, I did find a a quote from Kanye himself. He said, "Hip hop is a religion to a certain extent, and the rappers are the preachers. The music is the scriptures. You know, it's just like <laughs> church because you go to a concert, you raise your hands in the air, you sing songs, and you definitely pay some money. It's just like church. So there's definitely a do focus think, on monetary. Yeah, I was gonna say, do you think he's trying to open a church for the money portion? Yes, this is where I was going earlier. Uh huh. So he was broke." And then he got to $68 million, and then he started this. And now it's a church, which means it's, you don't have to no tax taxes. It. Mm-hmm. And now he's selling his mm-hmm. exclusive merchandise at these conventions, right. charging $200 for a shirt or sweater. That's all money for him. Oh, and, he's, and yeah. he's getting it. That's the thing. Is yeah. People are paying it. Yeah. People and, at Coachella with no money were paying for oh, it. Yeah. These six, like if it's invite only and he's selling this limited edition and you've got, shirt, you can you only know, get this, here. Yeah, and you've got this high clientele guest yeah. list too on top of like who else is coming. So yeah. I'm sure it's, he's recruiting, you know, individuals right now. Yeah, so it's and, all exclusive and then you blow it up public, people mm-hmm. are going to flock to it. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Happen. I'm sure that even if he was to come out right now and be like, I'm starting a cult, y'all. Yeah. You want to join? Oh, yeah. He'd, he'd be like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You think people aren't going to be in line to join Kanye's cult? Go live out in Wyoming in one of those uh, Star Wars houses? Okay. So I wanted to get to that. So actually, in 2019, he bought up land in Calabasas first. Mm-hmm. And he built the domes. Not I know. He built the domes, which were based on the large homestead in Star Wars on Tatooine. Yeah, I nerded out right there. I said Lars Homestead. Yeah. So, like, nothing says religion like... Star Wars. <laughs> Star Wars. Right? <laughs> but um, he was actually forced to tear them down because there were noise complaints from neighbors and building inspectors came out and they said they weren't... There was no permits. Yeah, they he were had no building permits. violations. Yeah. So he just went... He just started building. Just full Elon Musk like, and started yeah. building yeah. randomly. <laughs> yeah. So then, but he did buy at the land in Wyoming where mm-hmm. he is now, and we'll probably see, I don't know, Star Trek inspired. Yeah. <laughs> the Hobbit. The Hobbit. Yeah, we'll see what Welcome themes. to the Shire. Now, yo, yo, Jesus. Let's, <laughs> let's just talk about the land in Wyoming real quick. All right. Because this is not just a, a little bitty bit of land that he's going to build like a resort on or anything. Like he bought a massive, like a hotel or anything, he bought a massive amount of land. He bought 485 acres of land Damn. in Wyoming. Just a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Just a little. <laughs> to put it in perspective, the Disneyland Resort, and by the resort, I don't you mean use just... Disneyland. I would use Disneyland. Because <laughs> Disneyland is 500... Well, the Disneyland Resort is 500 acres. And by resort, I mean parking structures, parking lots, hotels... Uh, the two part theme parks themselves. Does this include downtown Disney? Downtown too? Disney. That whole... That... From one end of Disney to the very end, like 
that's like a couple square miles, right? Sure. Isn't it? I think it's like two square miles. They have their own freeway exits. <clears throat> yeah. 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 So that that's that's massive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What so are you I gonna do with all that land? Well, he's buddy buddies with Joel Epstein, right? Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> they they're comparing him a lot to the other the big church guy. Uh, Cash Luna. <laughs> that's his name, Cash <laughs> Luna. He's a pastor or preacher, or whatever in Argentina. I want to say. Mm-hmm. Oh no, Guatemala. Okay. Guatemala. <laughs> Guatemala. Dude, Guatemala's tiny. And they have this giant church that's a stadium, basically, that sits 12,000 people. And there's ATMs in the church. Wow. So that people can withdraw money and give their tidings. Uh, yeah. It's insane, though, how much money churches actually make. Oh, yeah. Have you? I just finished binge-watching this show on HBO. The, family? Oh. the, the Righteous <laughs> Gemstones. I highly recommend it. It's friggin' hilarious. It's with John Goodman and um, that little dorky kid that was in Michael Workaholics. Oh. No, I can't remember his name right now. But it's really, really funny. There's a lot of like good actors in there. Um, but it's about like this family that is basically running a mega church and (laughs) and then one of like it's like the dad and he's got two sons and one of the the older son he's like mid-40s but he gets caught on video snorting cocaine and hanging out with hookers and so he starts getting blackmailed by his Son. It's gonna be tiny. Yeah. It has to be yeah. tiny at one point. <laughs> no, but you gotta watch that. It's it's really funny. But it shows too, like they were robbed for like three million dollars. So like it shows like how much money the churches, like mega churches yeah. like that, yeah. actually make. Like Joel Austin, I'm like I'm sure he's what's his net worth? Five million dollars? Something yeah. ridiculous. Something insane. It's probably more than five million. Insane. Now we gotta look it up. Well, while you guys are doing that, <laughs> I thought it was worth at least mentioning some of the good that mm-hmm. Kanye's working on. I found one thing. <laughs> oh my gosh. 60 million. 60 million? 60 million dollars. Wow. What? The what? Like, how is a preacher worth 60 million dollars? That's crazy. Tidings. He's just a really good preacher. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, that's crazy. All right, go on. So apparently he is working on a biodegradable shoe that breaks down over time in landfills, or there's a certain bacteria that you can spray it with, and it breaks down right away. For shoes? Shoes. Why do we want our shoes to break down? Oh. (laughs) I know. I'm just curious what the need for this particular product is. I think just to make sure that they degrade over time and not just sit in a landfill. Oh, when you dispose of them yeah. after. Okay. I'm like, well, wait, how long before they start decomposing? Here, <laughs> right. You know? Like, I'll, am I going to get a wear for a little while at least? Like, what are we talking here? <laughs> you wear them a day and then they disintegrate. <laughs> Don't get them wet. <laughs> All right. Well. Yeah. So some of the things that stick out to me here is we talked about how Kanye has talked about mental health issues, Mm -hmm. which we've seen with a lot of our other cult leaders. Mm -hmm. And then, like we said, he's bought this huge plot of land to kind of get everybody out in the middle of nowhere. So this is kind of scary. It's weird, too, because 
he is probably the the one that will be the first to tell you he's crazy. Yeah. You know, he's like, yeah, I'm bipolar and I'm not taking my meds. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. That's the crazy thing, right? That he was like, yeah, I'm off my meds. And everybody's like, oh, finally, we'll get some good music now. It's like, wait a second. <laughs> wait. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's what I, I thought that was interesting how him and David Lemmon talking about the creative blockage that yeah. artists were afraid to go on mm-hmm. um, because of medication. So they were afraid that it would interrupt their creative flow or, you know, and then their fans wouldn't care about them anymore. But it's crazy that we, instead of being like, no, dude, get back on your meds, like for mm-hmm. your own health. Right. And the, the sake of everybody that might drink your Kool-Aid, uh, get back on your meds. Instead, we're like, no, good on you, man. Like, thank yeah. you. Yeah. Thank you for going off your meds. Right. Yeah, make better music. <laughs> So, do you guys, before we get into whether we think it's a cult or not, do you have any theories about where you think this may go? Oh, it's going to be a cult. Like, yeah. if we do not, like, watch this, it's going to be a problem. But what do you mean? Like, how is it going to be a cult? Be, well, he's already forming people. He's already, like, very secretive and weird about how he does these services. He's already been kind of caught lying about this because he said, no, it's just about the music. It's just music. But there have been people that have secretly kind of filmed it and caught sermons and mm-hmm. him preaching. So, I mean, for him to already kind of start trying to deny what he's doing, I think is like a red flag. Like, oh, uh, you know you're doing something wrong if you're trying to cover it up already. You know, mm-hmm. that's what it does to me. <laughs> and then I think he definitely is trying to portray this image lately of everyone in uniform and cult-like and like-minded. And he is crazy, you know, so what? there's that's you the biggest thing. I mean, and he thinks, he thinks that his bipolarness is his superpower that when he ramps up that he's closest connected to to god and stuff and and he's able to relay messages that was something else that was interesting that he talked about was the chakras and he was saying that certain beats open up your chakras and that's (laughs) how this is how angels deliver the messages okay so the certain beats open the chakras your, you know, your, your, what is the chakra for? Your crotch? Your, your dick. No, it's like your, there's, there's like seven and it ends right, the, the last one down here. It is like in your groin area. <laughs> no idea. No. Well, I thought I don't you know my know. chakra. I know, I studied them with Adriana, but I forgot them. I hope she's not listening. <laughs> I know. But he was saying, though, and I mean, I don't know if it's, it, the theory is true or where he got his information, but th- he was saying that, yeah, he's like, I, I make certain beats, and we make certain beats, and the hi-hat especially is one that is, like, the the beats and the rhythm get to the chakra <laughs> I, <laughs> and open it up so the angels can deliver messages, so. <clears throat> Do you have any theories of where this is going? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. It's nutty. Uh... I would think he's maybe going to start recruiting people. People are going to start flocking in. We're not going to know what's going on. It's just going to be like, oh, you know, this is going to be like a month-long retreat or something. Yeah. Crazy like but this. one thing is for sure. He will make millions oh, yeah. on Here it is. this. Millions and upon millions. we're all going to watch with bated breath. Yeah. So we're all going to be like, what's going on? See, I've thought of this. I think it's going to get to a point where it's going to be a very drug-type 
atmosphere. I think he's going like to start sleeping. Coachella. Yeah. I think he's going to start sleeping with people. And I think Kim's going to back out because she doesn't so want to be, be part of that. So it'll be a sex cult. Yeah. Oh, and they've got four kids. I know, but she's all about her image. She's been going around doing interviews saying like, oh, this is like the new thing, blah, blah, blah. If mm-hmm. it starts going south, she's going to head out. But do you think she's already so invested that mentally it's like, it's not always just so easy to leave, you know what I That's mean? That's true. I don't know, but she doesn't seem as supportive of some of the things that that he does. Like she's very on her own doing her own thing, and he's very on his own doing his own thing. Mm -hmm. Every now and then, like if they ask her about him, she'll like answer, but it's never very like intricate or involved. Yeah, like their their marriage though does seem very staged. Anyways, I would say right now this is giving her publicity, but Mm -hmm. if it starts being bad, she's gone. Like her publicity would be more because she is more important. She's than he getting is. on the talk shows to talk about Kanye right now. Right. But if it starts being like, "Hey, he's doing all this weird shit," she's gonna be like, "My talk about my it. career's better <laughs> yeah. than this." Yeah. So let's go through our. I should have had it ready. Let's go through our our checklist of characteristics. characteristics. Well, charismatic leader. Is like the number one thing there. So, do we have a charismatic leader? <laughs> I would say we do, even though he I don't like his su- stupid voice over no, other songs. No, but he's very charming, and he is—he does have the ability to like manipulate people easily and stuff too. I know when I see, like, when I hear him talk, I'm like, "What's wrong with you?" <laughs> like the way he talks, it's very paused. Like he'll say something and stop halfway. And kind of backtrack and then go forward again. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah. You know what's interesting? I watched a thing on YouTube. It was like he was like talking. He was just kind of doing like like stand up, just talking. But he was saying, you know, my mother was an English professor. I can speak proper English when yeah. I want and need to. I also grew up over in the Chicago and I was rapping. And so he's like, so I can speak whoever how I need to. So I wonder if he like... His language is this unique blend of vocabulary and mannerisms. Are two different voices in his head. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it he does be, say that, that there's that. a different personality, <laughs> but it works because he's a Gemini. Oh. oh he did say that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I think this one's probably a no-brainer, but alienation? Yeah. Yeah, he's... He's plotting it. He's plotting middle he's of nowhere. Getting those Star Wars homes ready. <laughs> How about belief system? There's definitely a belief system here because it's the Bible. You know, he's Mm -hmm. praising Jesus. The book of Jesus. Yep. Yep. And I think we're going to see him get more and more through this idea that he's been saved by Jesus. He's giving the word of Jesus. He is Jesus, I think we may get to. But, yeah, we're on our way. And especially because he gets more people, I think Mm -hmm. his grandeur is is just going to blow up. All right, how about outside evil? Um, the media. Yeah, the media. I was he just going to say... The media the, like, that they portray things in different ways mm-hmm. or things that they shouldn't be or that they blow it up. And that and how he talked about, too, and, and it was interesting, and he I think he had a, a valid point that media is perceived so differently in each country. Yeah. And he said he, he talked about when he was... In fifth grade, his mom and him went to China on a vacation. So he was a well-traveled kid. Yeah. Um, but he, they were in China, and they would come up to him and rub his skin because they wanted to see if it was makeup because there just wasn't black people there. So they didn't <laughs> have that culture, you know what I mean? So they didn't understand. But it, it was just the 
the way the media shows it, they don't, the media in China doesn't show, you know, black television. So, of course, they're not going to know certain things. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, I thought that was kind of interesting, too. And I was like, oh, I think he has a valid point when it does come to the media because our media can be very negative at times. True. And, um, you know, so if they approach news differently or, you know, how they how they spread information differently in different countries, I could see how he could make that, you know, connection. Mm-hmm. All that for outside evil? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how about sense of community? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's a good one because he's preaching a lot of love and positivity and... And one thing was interesting, I thought they showed him in uh, his Burbank studio and the atmosphere and kind of the vibe they try to create. Mm-hmm. And it it feels very like homey community and it's invite only. So, you know, when you go to this Sunday service, it's very intimate. And, and so I think it does create that sense of community. You know what this made me think of is the Rajneeshi. Because I feel like they're doing the same thing. They're getting a plot of land in the middle of nowhere. He's preaching from that area. And then Kim is going out and spreading the word in the media. (laughs) She's Sheila? Yeah, she's Sheila. It's the same thing. (laughs) Maybe they just were inspired by Wild Wild Country. (laughs) They're like, you know what? Those guys had a good idea. Yeah. (laughs) You know, it's, um, it's interesting to me because when I looked back at this and thought about different, like, cults we've looked at the one that it kind of reminded me most of was last week with r kelly because mm-hmm. of the fame aspect and just how he's able to get away with so much because money and fame talk you know mm-hmm. look at like how much r kelly's gotten away with and like look at here we're gonna sit by and watch all this happen and no one's gonna say anything because kanye's got people that'll do whatever he wants or if you pay the price mm-hmm the crazy thing is, with like with R. Kelly, there was no internet, mm-hmm. so it took us years to yeah. find things out, right? Oh yeah. And with Kanye, we're watching it as it happens. I know, but the thing is, we're all just watching. <laughs> yeah. We are all watching. I'll bet you anything. The FBI has somebody like in the compound. Oh, I hope so. I right. think they do. They did that with Crash. It oh, still happened. <laughs> it, it did. You're right. Who was a cult leader? Yeah. <laughs> The thing that tripped me out too and made me think of the Rajneesh is in the music video we watched, everybody's wearing the same, the same damn color. outfit yeah. and color. They, they all do that. That's And then even now the attendees are required to be in a, a, a dress code. Mm-hmm. And you get the, um, the, the choir gets their outfits three days in advance and they get brand new Yeezy outfits, which I can understand. Like if you're performing as a choir, I get that part. It's weird, though, that the attendees have a dress code. Right. You know, that's kind of like, oh, and they find out just a couple days in advance. That's weird. So, I would say, I struggled with this all day, but I'm going to say that this really feels like it's a benign cult at this point. Right now. Yeah. Yeah, Because it (laughs) seems like it's it's like doing good, but it still has very cult-like properties. Like, we still got to keep an eye on that. (laughs) Exactly. The part that I'm afraid of is when the spotlight comes off of Kanye, what's he going to do to try to keep the power? You know, is that when he's going to yeah. try to manipulate people into staying, or is are things going to get dangerous? 
I think it would get, I, I think it would definitely have the potential to get dangerous in a sense that he thinks I have to do something bigger to get attention mm -hmm. and what's going to be bigger and then what's the next bigger thing and yeah. he's always going to be looking for the next big thing until what, you yeah. know, like. What's your take, cult or no cult? It's cult. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's a cult and I'm, I, I'm going to be one of these people that just watches, that stands behind watches because I cannot wait to see what happens. <laughs> 2007 Britney Allure. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So you're on the cult page too? <laughs> yeah. I yeah. can see him doing it. I know, because at first, when I told you we were doing Kanye, you're like, is that really a cult? I was like, dude, he just bought a plot. And then today yeah. you were like, dude, this is a cult. <laughs> yeah, after researching it. And the funny thing is, there's like memes all over the internet yeah. about Kanye's cult. Yeah. Like, like, does Kanye, has he said anything? Because I didn't see anything where he came out and was like, you guys need to chill. I'm not making a cult. I swear no. it's not a cult. Nothing. He's not trying to defend what he's doing no. in any way. See, that that has to show you how godlike he thinks he is. Same with R. Kelly. R. Kelly thought he could do no wrong. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like R. Kelly really thought, like, who's going to stop me? Yeah. Well, I went he had to... all those NDAs, too, and stuff, right? Yeah, that's yeah. true. And that's something Kanye's been doing with, in the beginning, there are a lot of NDAs for the stars who yeah. are visiting. For the for his Sunday service, right? Mm -hmm. He would make people sign NDAs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, people going back. Mm -hmm. I hope that I, I just that's what I I you feel like that. that no 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 I hope that nobody <laughs> dies. No, <laughs> what I was gonna say I hope that it's not gonna become one of the ones where somebody dies. Like I hope we do something crazy because I want to see it happen, but I don't want people to get hurt. You know, like that always is sad. I want him to beat a car with an umbrella in his box. <laughs> <Why not? laughs> All right, Colties, that's it for Kanye. We've. Unanimously <laughs> voted this is a cult. Um, for next week, we're each going to give you a movie that this actor actor has been in. Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> what a jerk. He took your movie. Since Oswaldo took mine, I'm going to say Hook. <laughs> uh, mine would be 101 Dalmatians. Not, not the cartoon, though. Um, the live movie. Do you remember that one? No, what's that? It was a live yes, movie. <laughs> Alright, so join us next week to figure out who our celebrity is and what cult they were in and all about the dirty secrets and shame. And we're still doing our pin contest, so if you know who our celebrity is next week, then leave a comment on our Instagram and you could win a pin. Spartan was in a cult. Star-Lord? Star-Lord. Star-Lord, yeah. Chris Pratt? Chris Pratt, I, yeah. I'm joining that cult. Me too. I'm all no, about no, no, that no. cult. Oh, is it a sex I'm gonna lead that cult. Oh, please. <laughs> on that note, don't forget to rate and review us on, <laughs> on iTunes. Where can they find us? They can find us on iTunes, <laughs> on Spotify. They can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Once Upon a Cult and on our website at www.onceuponacult.com. And don't forget to listen to more of this beautiful man's voice, Oswaldo, on patreon.com forward slash Once Upon a Cult. Show me the money. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bye, Colty. Bye.